Hi everyone. Um, I'm going to be doing a presentation um, called Incorporating Mom Care into Your Homeschooling Schedule. And um, this is a rather um, personal um, conviction on my part because I did not do a good job at this when I started homeschooling. And so um, there were a lot of pitfalls that I fell into that I hope my experience and sharing with you will keep you from doing the same. So I'm going to share just a little bit of that history uh, to start out because um, it it may may wake you up to where you are right now and say, oh yeah, because um, I was in denial most of the time that I was not doing a good job at this. And um, there were some incidents in my life that made it very clear that I was not doing as good as I thought I was. So um, when my kids were, we were kind of in the middle of our homeschooling years and I was busy with doing a lot of things. We were living on a hobby farm and I had five gardens. I had my three kids, some all, some struggling learners, um, a preschooler, and then three foster kids at the same time. And I was not sleeping. I would stay up late at night because that was the only time that I could get to myself. And, um, yeah, well, you can kind of see where that went. I actually went into adrenal failure and um, things just kind of fell apart in our lives because mom wasn't taking care of herself and it kind of snowballed from there. And that was a wake up call for me that I need to sleep. Um, I was already eating well. We were living off the land. We were eating fresh produce. We were, seemed to be, we were doing everything right, but there wasn't enough time for me to take care of myself in the middle of doing all that right. And so that's where that came from. And then, um, as you probably read in my bio, I'm a recent cancer survivor. I thought I was doing everything right again. And yet, lo and behold, um, right before my 50th birthday, which was uh, right before all the COVID lockdowns, I found a lump in my breast and um, found out I had breast cancer. And so in the middle of all of this craziness, I have um, had a double mastectomy. I have had to completely change my diet. I've learned a lot about hormones and um, just a lot about my genetic makeup and why this is um, starting to uncover some things about my family and what I need to do personally to take care of myself. So um, anyways, there is the the short of the long story about how you can think that you're doing everything correct. And I tell you, when I was diagnosed with cancer, it floored a lot of people because I was in very good shape. I do aerial silks. I um, take time out to, to, to just for me time for being in my Bible and, um, and just all of these things care things that, you know, when somebody says, are you taking a bath? Are you taking time for yourself? Yes, I am. The problem was, was I had kind of the wrong attitude about it. I was fitting it in when I could fit it in and, or shoving it into an already packed schedule and not really trying to figure out how to live life and take care of myself. And so that's what I'm hoping to help you with a little bit today as I kind of go through some ways that 
you can do that. So um, I'm the founder and CEO of SPED Homeschool. So that means that not only do I homeschool, I've been homeschooling for 18 years. I've graduated my oldest too. I have my youngest daughter who will be 16 and um, a month. But um, so she is my last that I'm homeschooling. So I'm homeschooling, but I'm also working full time running this nonprofit. And um, and yet I'm surviving, you know, trying to recover from my cancer surgery and all those other things too and and just living life and um, appreciating every day that I have been gifted so um, so how do we do that and I want to take you through the, the thing that I thought about most of all when um, putting this together was just how much we we are examples to our children and our children tend to not do so much what we tell them to do, but they do what we do. And just like flowers are next to each other in a field, we drop those seeds pretty close to us. Um, on the one side, you'll see the picture of my family. And those are my kids and my husband. That was our trip to, to Rome a couple of years ago. And um, then we've got the field of flowers with those flowers so very close. Those just in the same way, our children are close to us and we homeschool, they are watching us. They are near us all the time. And what we do speaks a lot more into their lives about how much I care for myself and how much I care to want to be around for them um, in the years to come. And, and so you're not being, you're, you're not being selfish and saying, mom needs to take care of herself. You need to take care of yourself. I know we've heard that whole thing about the oxygen bag and you know, I could dismiss that and say, yeah, 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 I'm breathing. <laughs> Life is good. Um, but the problem was, was I wasn't breathing well. My blood pressure was high. There were so many things in my life that I was negating because of other things that I had prioritized in my schedule above myself and um, that needed to change. So. So we're going to go through um, five different ways for, and they should be very simple. And I'm just going to go through some very easy things you can do to start moving in this direction. And that's all that I'm going to have time for in this half an hour. So, um, so let's get started with that. So the first one is we need to detox. And I'm not just talking about, you know, once a year, twice a year detox um, drink that you take to clean out your body. Um, detoxing needs to be a permanent thing that we do in our lives. And it means that we start thinking about all of the toxins, body, mind, and soul that are coming into us that need to be removed on a regular basis, not just twice a year. Because a lot of times that twice a year well, we're going to forget about it because it's not part of our schedule. And it's not enough. We live in a toxic world. And um, so what do I mean? For your mind, it means we need to let go of anger. It means that anxiety needs to be released. Because stress, for women especially, causes your hormones to go out of whack, which I learned, and stress needs to be dealt with. We'll get to that on how do we deal with it, but we just need to let it go of it. And another thing is negative thoughts and negative people that we have in our lives. Um, I know you can't disown your children, and really, they are not the most negative influences in your life. Um, 
unless they're, maybe they're adults and they have other things going on. But as young children, they may make bad choices. But what every child loves their parent, no matter how bad of a parent they are. The research has shown that. Um, but those negative sources in your life that are feeding in, whether it's social media, whether it's um, just the things you listen to. Um, for me, I dealt with depression. This was an issue from the time I was probably in middle school up until I was a young mom. And I was very suicidal. And I kept repeating thoughts in my head, these negative things that I didn't even realize I was saying. And it would lead me down this horrible path of depression. And um, it wasn't until those thoughts were changed around that I was able to really come to grips with how to improve because there was so much negative inside that had to get out. And then for your body, here's some things that I've learned. Jumping. Okay, as a mom, we say, you know what? <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I've had children and my bladder doesn't agree with that. Well, try. Um, in any little way. Sometimes if I'm doing jumping jacks, I will run to the bathroom about three or four times. But rebounding is what it's called. Um, whether you're doing jumping jacks on a trampoline, you know, start out slow. Um, causes your, your um, lymphatic system to flush toxins out of your body naturally. Just jumping. And so, um, so think about that. The next time your kids are jumping, jump with them because that's detoxing you. Um, and the other thing is there's two supplements that our family has taken. They're completely natural. And I do um, warn you, you want to make sure that whatever supplements you buy, they don't have extra toxins in them that you're adding into your body. You want to make sure that they're clean. But um, one is called spirulina. It is a, it's a seaweed. And it's just, you can put it in tablets or powder on how you and your kids can take it. And yes, our whole family has taken these supplements for years. And it's a constant detoxer. It's a gentle detox because it is natural food. And the other one's called chlorella. And it is a algae. And so um, my kids laugh because sometimes I chew them and they think that's just gross. Uh, but anyways, those are some ways to detox your body. Now, what about your soul? You know, the biggest thing that people have that they need to detox out of their life is unforgiveness. And I'm not just talking about unforgiveness of other people. I'm talking about forgiving yourself. We can beat ourselves up to the point of no return because of the mistakes we've made in our past, and we have to move on. If we can't move on, our children will do the same thing we did. I lived up, I lived in that environment growing up and I would beat myself up over and over again about not being perfect. And in the end, I realized I'm not perfect. And you know what? That's okay. Um, I can mess up. And, and I had, I think one, one man that I interviewed and I told him how I had misspelled something and my broadcast for months had a misspelling. And he said, you know what? It just shows you're human. And that is so true. So that's some ways you can detox your, um, your body, mind, and soul. Now we're going to move on to pruning to simplify. We all say we need to simplify our lives, but what do we do about it? And so 
my big thing to you is when we simplify, if you're starting homeschooling, you need to learn to combine things so that you're doing two things, three things at once. We tell this to parents who are homeschooling high school that you can combine like two, three different subjects in one credit hour. Um, because if your student is doing multiple different things at the same time, they're covering history, reading, you know, all these things, you can combine that one hour they did into three different credit hours. So we can do the same thing as parents in our homeschooling. And it means bringing our children into this simplification. It means involving them. Everything we do involves them. And it may seem very tedious, especially if you have young children, but I promise you, as your children get older, this will be so very important because you're actually teaching them things that you would have spent, bought a program for to teach them separately. And yet you can do it for free because they're sitting there right with you doing it. Um, so I, I wrote a couple things for, for myself. Um, the first one that we learned to do very early on, just out of necessity because my kids couldn't be part of a co-op, um, my son with his um, social issues, that didn't happen. But I needed friend time, my kids needed friend time. So what we did is we found two families that really jived with our family. And once a week, we set aside time to get together, the kids would play and maybe do a project that we had um, worked on together and us moms would visit and we would have lunch. Um, we would sometimes even just do a potluck and bring, bring different things or have somebody in charge of the meal whose ever house we were meeting at and rotate. So, um, so they got their friend time. I got my friend time because we need that as much as they do. And so don't think I'm just setting up a play date for my child. I need a play date for me. I need other moms to talk to. I need to decompress. And these moms who have kids similar to mine are gonna understand me. So, so that's one thing. Um, and then just um, another way to prune and simplify, and I heard this from one of the ladies that I interviewed, she said, set a timer. You know, like you set timers for your kids to, to limit their game time. Set timers for your social media. Set timers for um, how much you watch TV. Set timers for, you know, our blocks, even within whatever system you use to regulate your children. Be accountable to your husband or even to your children. They want you to succeed. And if they see that you, this isn't just about us kids, this is about mom too, they're gonna be more on board with it. So just some ideas on simplifying, pruning down, but really, whenever we take something out, explain to your kids why you're doing it and tell them, you know, this, this is a goal. Let's, let's all work on this together. And you'll find that your family has much more of a peaceful environment when you are able to really prioritize what needs to stay and what needs to go. And just as when you prune roses or any other bush, the things that are left will grow more flowers grow more fruit. So that's um, just something to keep in mind. Fill up for growth. So we got to fill up with the right things now instead of just filling up with the same types of things but in a different package, which is what we often tend to do if we don't plan it out well. Um, so for your mind, 
reading. I'm going to really stress this and I'm going to tell you exactly how I did this with having six kids and an exchange student in my house. Um, we read books, read out louds during lunch because, well, that's what worked out in my schedule. Now I would say probably do it in the morning because one of the other things that, um, oh, one of the other things I didn't mention about simplifying is just um, taking some time to not eat and to, um, and to fast because fasting actually puts your body into a healing mode. And so if you're not eating breakfast, you're fasting through that, you have time to read. Um, and I would sneak in books. So there was, our curriculum had a series of books that needed to be read. And sometimes I would say, you know, that really doesn't sound like something I want to read. Um, and so I would find something similar that covered the same topic that I liked better. And we would read that. My kids didn't know the difference. And I got to read a book out loud to them. They were listening to it. It was still benefiting them. And I enjoyed it as well. So that's um, an easy way to incorporate reading a book and, um, and reading it to your kids at the same time for your body. Um, like I talked about, fasting. Fasting, the fruit. That was one of the things that when I got diagnosed with cancer, my, my doctor said, every three days, you need to do a 16-hour fast. And so after dinner, until through the next morning, about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I just didn't eat. And it's now to the point where my body doesn't get hungry in the morning anymore. And I do a full workout. I do a really strenuous workout now that I'm recovering. Um, and my body has learned to make it even through that. So, so that's something to think about is adding that into your schedule. And it really, it does, it puts your body into this healing mode. It doesn't starve it, but at first it'll feel like you're starving. I do promise that. Um, but over time you will learn that, um, it, it actually is, um, it pulls fat from your body versus, um, pulling it just from your food source. And, and it's, it's very good. Anyways, eating good food, what you eat, your children will follow and eat. And so you're setting again that example. Include them in making food and chopping vegetables and, and making choices of, um, of what you're going to eat. And, and that will teach them that importance. And also water. Drink water. I drink a gallon of water a day. I only weigh 109 pounds. I still drink a gallon of water a day and um, there is a trick to that but um, I don't add any unsweeteners that aren't natural and um, there's but however that works for you I've got a whole video on on that um, that I'll share about at the end but just make sure you're drinking water and again um, there's ways to incorporate your kids. A friend of mine has this bottle and um, she copied me because I've got this bottle and has times on the day of when you're supposed to get down there. And um, she said, my kids know that I'm trying to be healthy and they cheer me on. And when they know I haven't made that time period, they say, mom, you haven't drank your water yet. <laughs> and so, um, so that's involving them and helping you to be healthy. And they, um, they really do again, back to that. They really want you to be healthy. Okay, so we're going to move on and we're going to talk about resting places. Just like a flower closes up and opens up 
we need to take that time to close down, shut down, shut the screens off, turn everything off, even your books, just sit and rest. You know, my husband does this very well. I do not. It is very difficult for me to rest. And I used to say, when I work out, I rest. Oh, I see I, I, I misspelled resting places. So, uh, again, that shows I'm human. So, <laughs> I can laugh at myself. That is so important. Um, just taking time for joy. And, and that is where those resting places is. I can't remember if Billy Graham said it was his mother or his grandmother that did this. And I t shared this with another mom who said, there's just so much chaos in my house. I have no place to go. And I said, well, I remember Billy Graham talking about, and like I said, it was either his wife or his, um, his, his mother that did this, um, that she would throw a blanket over her head. And her kids knew when mom has the blanket on her head, she is in timeout and you need to leave her alone. Whether you take that time to pray, to just be quiet, to um, to do some deep breathing exercise, we're going to get onto that in a second. But um, but that is you need to take those times to, to have that ebb and flow in your life to not just constantly be racing and throwing in activities. I know that that environment is what we started out as and I just burnt out and my kids didn't know how to even entertain themselves and and to learn that it is okay to not have something programmed in your life and to just do and be um, meditation and I know if you're a Christian like I am to meditate on God's scripture is so healing and also deep breathing I thought this was crazy but <laughs> When I did more research on this after I was diagnosed with cancer, breathing deeply actually, again, activates your lymphatic system and detoxes your body. You take that deep breath in and you expand not only your lungs, but also your diaphragm. The diaphragm is actually the end point of where all those toxins go before they finally get flushed out. And when you push that out, then through that muscle, it gets pushed out into your urine and getting a little technical here but um but then it comes out of your body so and also it's a good way to work on your stomach muscles without anybody knowing you don't have to do sit-ups just that out and in and deep breathing and it just calms you um so so that is um, a couple different things that i do and i set aside time for just to study my Bible. And I used to get mad at my kids when they would join me in the morning. I'd be sitting in my bed trying to read my Bible and do this. And it just didn't happen. And I realize now years later, I wish I would have just invited them in and told them, this is what I'm reading. This is what I'm learning. Um, instead of waiting until we finally got to the dining room table and then saying, okay, well now this is your lesson. Um, because they really do. Um, want to be with you and know what you're learning. One other thing that I do is I um, I have an app on my phone. It's called Soul Space, and it's a quick four to five minute um, meditation. And they talk, they get you into kind of a deep breathing, and um, share a scripture verse and some thoughts on that, and help you kind of just meditate on it. It's super simple. It has um, re revolutionized my calming and I put little timers on of when I want it to remind me um, to do that. So I build some, again, resting places in my day that in my the morning and about three o'clock in the afternoon before I have my matcha tea, 
which is another really good thing to regulate your hormones. Um, just drink that green tea. So uh, matcha is the best. But not only do that on a daily basis, but on a weekly basis. Do you have a dedicated day of rest where the schedule can just kind of, if things happen, they happen, and if they don't, that's okay. Um, or nothing gets scheduled for that day because that's our family time and that's what we're going to just do nothing together. Um, we live in a world where we always have to do something. And I think as uh, COVID is um, keeping us all at home, we're running out of things to do. And that's okay. That's a good thing. It's a good thing just to discover. I see my daughter doing things she never would have done because we were always so busy. And now she's exploring different things that she never would have had we been so busy. And then um, if you need a resting place once a week, uh, there's something I'm going to talk about at the end. We have a mom's night out for um, moms with children who have special needs. And so if you fall in that category, I'd welcome you to come to that. Um, but also on a monthly basis, once a month, take a good chunk of time. If you don't have a spouse um, to be able to swap that time with, find a friend. And again, it's maybe that friend that you're meeting with on a weekly basis that um, your kids play together where you can swap kids and just get some personal time. And that's necessary to do that. Um, just to go get your hair cut and um, do something for you. Um, and then yearly, a vacation. It's very, very necessary that you just get out of your environment. I read recently that um, within the spaces that we live in, in our normal everyday lives, we cannot find healing as easily because we're surrounded by so many things that constantly pull on us. And even putting my kids in a camper and going out into the woods and taking hikes with them was so refreshing, not only to them, but also to me. And, um, and so think about those resting places that you need to build in. And so um, the last thing I wanna talk about is uniquely you. You just like this field of flowers are different than everyone else. Don't try to be somebody else. And if you don't know who you are, this was my story when my kids were very young. I tried to be who everyone else thought I should be because I never took the time to figure out who I was until it finally just slapped me in the face. I was at a conference and the speaker said, take your mask off and start living as you, not as the person that you think everyone wants you to be, that you think that you should be, or that um, makes you look good. Because you know what? We can never do anyone else good. We can only do ourselves good. And, um, and the more you learn about yourself, the more you can do it better. And the more unique the bloom and the flower you are will shine and will we'll stick out in that field. You know, you can look at all those flowers and yes, they all kind of, you know, just are, are part of the landscape, but yet our eyes get drawn in to the uniqueness of those flowers as we, we look and as they stand up straight and say, here I am, this, this is my time to shine. And this is your time to shine.
And even if you're surrounded by all those other little flowers that are just like you, just like in this picture, you know, you're the mom and your kids are right there. <laughs> and um, you are setting examples. And um, it's, it's important to, um, to realize that every day you have that opportunity to, um, to incorporate your own care while you're taking care of your kids. Because you want to be around when they, you know, graduate from high school, when they get married, when they have your grandchildren. And if you don't take care of yourself, you won't. That's the sad part about it. You know, looking death in the face has really woken me up. And, um, and I hope that what I've shared with you has um, been insightful and um, just really prompted some things in your life. Um, I just want to encourage you, we um, at Sped Homeschool have some different ways that we can help you with your mom care. Um, if, even if you don't have a child that struggles, um, I have started a Patreon um, subscription site that um, gives you exclusives for mom care tips, downloads, videos, and recipes and things um, that I I used to do a lot of recipe blogging and made my own cheese and whole lots of other things. Um, and kind of let that go when um, just homeschooling got really um, thick in our lives. And, um, and then I started working more as a a consultant with some state organizations and then started sped homeschool. So, um, so I'm kind of going back to that a little and, um, all of your subscriptions actually go to support the ongoing efforts of our nonprofit sped homeschool. But if you are a parent who has a child that struggles, I do encourage you to, um, to check out spedhomeschool.com and all of our resources. Also, we have sped strong tribes that you can be part of. They are online and app groups that um, will get you connected with, um, with other moms. And then we have our Tuesday night moms night out where you just come and hang out with us. And, um, so, so hopefully that will, um, help you in your journey as well. So thanks for joining me. And I hope that you are very encouraged and that you do, um, take care of yourself because that's important and um, important in your homeschooling journey as well as your regular life. Thanks for joining me, everybody. Bye. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To You podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.